Hi guys! The bonus episode you're about to hear is from our presentation at the Back to the Future conference in Budapest this past May, advocating for our project to build a database of curated scholarships, grants, internships, jobs, and other opportunities for creatives. We are so grateful to Encore Classical and JMI for awarding us with a grant to make For the Lost Creative come to life. The official database will be live on our site, creativebaggagepodcast.com, on September 3rd, 2022. We can't wait to hear how you use this resource to build your creative career. So now the next speakers, the team from USA, but I guess now based in France, Justin Bertlett and Serena Huang. Welcome. Thank you. We graduated from university in the midst of the pandemic. Set out into the world with nothing but performance degrees. <laughs> it's very understandable that we and so many people that we went to school with felt lost, hopeless, unsure of where to go and what everything had prepared us for. It was a really frustrating time, and I think all of our peers and colleagues here today have expressed that feeling. We were frustrated with our school for not teaching us what to do outside of the practice room as soon as we walked out of those doors. We were frustrated with the world for not taking care of artists and um, not providing us with opportunities to succeed in the field that we're so passionate about. And we were really frustrated with ourselves for having chosen what seemed like a very useless major in that moment. So we started to complain and we complained in two voice memos on our phone and we published those complaints as the Creative Baggage podcast. And what we noticed after our first few episodes was that people that we went to school with started to reach out to us and say, hey, you know, we've been feeling this too. Like we spent all our time in school telling each other, oh, I practiced six hours, I practiced seven hours. Um, but really there were so many days where we just were sitting there depressed, pretending to practice and looking out the window to see if everybody else was practicing too. And so we interviewed them. We interviewed our peers and then we interviewed our professors who in our eyes we really looked up to and were highly successful in our field. And they told us the same and that it was a long and winding career to get where they are. And we even reached out to people that we didn't know, that we had only seen on stage or in a poster, and we just sent them an email like, hey, you know, we have this podcast, we'd love to interview you. And we were so, so surprised when everybody said, yeah, I would love to talk to you. I would love to have a candid conversation for an hour on your podcast. And that's where Creative Baggage began. And we've built a really strong community of people like us who may be feeling a little bit lost, but really, really care about music and want to know what to do next. So we wanted to give back. We gave back first through a set of resources on our website for um, scholarships and grants. These are ongoing resources, so they don't expire. There's monthly cycles. We have practice and performance resources. And lastly, we have arts activism resources to 
engage people in what could be in music because after we voiced all of our complaints and we ran out, we felt a lot better and we had a lot of ideas. Then we decided to help give opportunities that were not constant, opportunities that expire, that there's a deadline, um, that you could participate in and learn a lot of skills and then take those skills with you to the next thing that you do, or maybe you find more opportunities just by doing one thing. Working on this podcast has taught us so many skills that we did not learn in music school. We make graphics, we edit, we publish episodes, we have to manage our team, we have to schedule with guests, and that's why we're here. So, Opportunities for Creatives, or as we recently renamed, For the Lost Creative, because it kind of is a gift to our listeners and everybody that is in the same boat as us, is a database of ongoing opportunities. Um, we're from the States, so a lot of these opportunities are currently located in the States, but this is our pilot version and just used as an example and um, a way for our small community right now to make use of it. So the problem that it addresses first and foremost is that we don't learn in music school how, what options are out there. We learn how to get good at our instruments. We learn to take auditions. We learn to teach. But there are so many other things you can do in classical music. And having these opportunities laid out in front of you allows you to say, hey, you know, I'm also interested in marketing. Maybe I could try for this part-time position, full-time position. Maybe I can take an internship at a radio station. And it's a way for you to pick out things that you could do that you didn't know about. Another thing, because we're Americans um, that we're really frustrated about having not learned in music school, is the fact that we, we paid a lot of money to go to university and get our degrees. And it's really, there's a barrier of entry to explore opportunities if they cost money and if they cost time and energy. So our database is simplified, curated, so that none of these opportunities have tuition fees, none of these opportunities have application fees, so you really have the freedom to try anything that catches your eye. And it's also filtered. So if you just go on Google and you search opportunities, I've read so many listicles of things that, you know, have a bunch of things that were due in 2014 and <laughs> I can't really apply anymore. Or I'll read six pages of a grant application and realize at the end that they were closed permanently for COVID and we don't know when they're restarting the grant again. So you can really filter out um, the, it actually automatically filters out expired listings. So you see the most recent or the one that's next is May 15th and after May 15th, you won't see it anymore. Um, you can also filter by keywords. So if you're looking for a summer internship, you can filter for summer internships. If you are looking for a full-time job and you don't want to see those unpaid internships because you need money and you don't want to apply for something that doesn't pay you, then you can filter those out too. And you just read a quick summary of the person that they're looking for, see if you fit the description, see if you can get what you want out of it, and you click on the link and then you can apply. But we really want to save people the time and energy of going through the depressive work of looking and being frustrated and not feeling like they see anything that sticks to them and give people the opportunity to focus all of their creative energies on their passions and the things that they want to try and that they want to explore.
Uh, I think that what became so clear, us being from America, Serena moved to France, and what made a, it really obvious to us how important this is, is how universal this problem is to everyone. In America, this is all of our friends, professors, everyone struggles with this, and nothing's really different from our experiences in Europe either. And so we hope to build a community of artists that can come around a resources page like this where we can all kind of build each other up and comment on different opportunities and like what people's experiences were with an opportunity that maybe is re reoccurring and hopefully build something so that there's a community for people to go to and not feel so alone in what is such a common problem. Yes, we're going to expand, put this on our website, and then if you guys are looking for collaborators for your project, you can fill out a form and put it on our database, and we're going to grow the community so that everyone can help each other rather than compete with each other. Thank you. Thank you, Serena. Thank you, Justin. Um, now, um, it reminded me